Christmas when God's glory entered our story. When all that God is stepped into all that we live. Christmas. We're in this season of Christmas and one of my most vivid memories is a story of being about, guessing I was 10 years old at the time. 10 years old, so I was in grade school and we were gonna do the Christmas story as a play. I had been cast as a shepherd. And at that time, I was no actor. I had no desire to be in front of people, but I was a shepherd. But then my moment arrived. They said, we need one of your parents to build a manger. And I was like, I'll build a manger. I'll build a manger. Pick me. I'll build a manger. And so nobody else was that excited about building the manger. So I got the job of building a manger. Not my dad, not my mom, because I was going to build the manger. I love to tear stuff apart and put it back together. And my dad had all these wooden pallets, big, long wooden pallets that they brought big tractors on. So I was going to build a big manger. So it's going to be my manger that I built. It was my time to shine. So I remember I broke up all the boards and I sized it all out. And in the back of the big shop where all the tractors were, I nailed, nailed. I, I didn't have to cut anything because it was a big manger. I used the biggest boards that I could find. I don't remember exactly how, got, how they got this big manger over to the plate, but I remember the manger left the shop and then I got ready. And so that day I went and I got my, my uh, outfit on and I put on my shepherd's outfit and I grabbed my staff and I was standing off stage and I was looking. Somebody cut my manger! You cut my baby Jesus down to size. It was a little bitty manger. Somebody had hacked it all up and put it all back together and it resembled nothing. Nothing of the glory of the manger that I built remained. And I'm gonna be honest, I'm not even sure if I ever went out on the stage. I'm not sure if anybody ever coaxed me out there. I remember nothing else beyond the point of seeing my little, my big old manger turn into this little bitty thing on the stage. Somebody had cut my view of Jesus down to this, and I missed it. And I'll be honest, I, I missed it for years. I missed the significance of Christmas for years. Not because I had a traumatic experience with the manger, but what this represented. This represented my time to be on display. This was my part of the Christmas story. It was about me and my, and when it got cut down, when I got cut down, when, when that happened, I turned it all off. Because sometimes in life, when what you perceive to be true, what you perceive to be important, when it's all about me and my, when that gets cut down, everything else gets turned off. And that's what happened to me for, for years. But here's the cool part. Here we are talking about the real beauty of Christmas. Hope. And cutting past all the me and the my 
and cutting past of all the things that were disappointments. And some of y'all are looking at me like, I can't even identify with that story. And I know you can. You got the greatest gift ever and you gave it away yesterday and they were like, and your world was cr- you're like ah that was supposed to be the best ever or you had this expectation of this big thing that was going to happen or the gift you were going to get and it didn't come or the experience your family let's let's make it even better than that the experience your family was going to have as you read the christmas story and the world came to life and it didn't happen because you were arguing over xyz turkey and ham Because when it's all about me and my, the story gets cut down. But the real hope of Christmas, the real beauty of Christmas is the hope that came from Jesus. And so we're in this series and we're talking about the fact is that angels showed up and spoke words in a dark field to some common men and it changed their world and those same words are changing this world today and so let's pray as we jump in uh, to to this series and I read to you from Luke 10 father I thank you that God sometimes we're cut down to size God sometimes we are humbled to a place that we can recognize the true beauty of Christmas and that is the hope of Jesus. Father, as we read the words that were recorded about what you did, God, may we get a bigger view of you, of the Jesus that you sent to the earth to save us so that we might praise you, our Father in heaven. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, if you look on your worship outline, kids, students, budding artists, you will notice there's a picture frame. I did that for you. For all of you who are tired of writing down words and have been dying to just draw a picture in church service, I'm here for you because that's what I do. Sometimes I write some words, but I'm always drawing something. So I want to give you a bigger view of Jesus today, and I want you to start with a picture. So kids, there's, a, there's art material in the back of the seat there for you. There's a gray pen and a green pen. They wrote write exactly the same, but you can pretend, all right? So there's your art your art supplies, you got a picture, and I just want you to imagine for a second, what is, what is your view of Jesus? Because I hope I give you a bigger one today. Draw it out, write it out. Kids, I want you to draw a picture and then talk about your picture to your parents. Because what you know of Jesus, I want to be bigger when this is all over. Parents, as you're drawing your picture out, I want you to have a bigger view of Jesus so you can disciple your children and tell them about how big God is. Maybe it's a story of what he's done in your life. Maybe it's a view of how you have him and what he's going to do in your life. But I hope you get a bigger view of Jesus because the angels of the Lord came and spoke to some men thousands of years ago. And it was just one angel at the beginning. And Luke Chapter 2, verse 10, it says, And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy for all people. I bring you good news of great joy for all people. And I am competitive, all right? I'm competitive. Pastor Kirk has been teaching you this week in and week out. But today, I need you to shout it out louder with more 
that you believe it and mean it than ever. So I'll say good news, great joy for all people, and you're going to repeat it, right? All right, and hey, this is on video, so for you at home, scream it out, scare your neighbors, wake up the dog, all right? Because the angel of the Lord said that I come to bring you good news, good news. of great joy, for all people. Man, you guys, I, I guarantee you that was the best. I guarantee you that was the best, and I hope that you believe it, and I hope that your view of God by the end of this is bigger than it ever was. You know, people still gather for a reason, for a purpose, to praise God, and that's why the angel showed up that day. If I go on to verse 12, it says, and suddenly there was a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, they did thousands of years ago exactly what we came here to do today, to praise God. And they came with a particular message, and this is what they said. Glory to God in the highest heavens, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. I missed those first words in that play that day. I missed the glory of God in the heavens. Maybe your translation says, in the highest heavens. I missed that for so long because I was so focused on me and my that I missed what the angels had come to declare. So here's, here's those first few words. We're focused on glory to God in the highest today. And what is glory? The Greek word is doxa, where we get doxology, this glory other than, bigger than. When it's referred to in man, it's broken and, and it's imperfect. But when we say, when they would say the doxa of God, they meant perfect. Something beyond. The writer in scripture would say that God is bigger than we can think or imagine. So this doxa of God, the glory of God was to speak of something that they didn't understand. Now, at that point, they didn't understand that the, the earth wasn't flat and they were going to fall off. And when they looked up into heavens, they thought that's all that there was and that's all that can be. And we are at the center of it. And in some ways, God's changed that over time and helped us to understand what we thought was so big is way bigger it's way bigger. You see, when life is self-focused, it's out of focus. But when the glory of God is in focus, it all comes to perfection. And so as I want to give you a bigger view of God today, I want that to bring your world into clearer focus. Because God is bigger than, he is other than. You see, when life is self-focused, we miss an opportunity to truly experience life. And if we begin to give glory to the lowly things, as Pastor Kirk would say, we might slip into idolatry. When, when we begin to give glory to what is not God, it is the definition of idolatry 
to be focused on something else, to give glory to something else than what deserves our glory. And the angels, the angels, the heavenly hosts came to say, give glory to God. Where? In the highest heavens. God is more than me or my or the manger because the fullness of God's glory came as the Christ. And so if we were to get a bigger view of the manger and of Jesus, we would get a bigger view of who Jesus was. You see, because Jesus was from the beginning. We know that from the Gospel of John, that he was in the beginning and he was the word and he, he became flesh. So why is Jesus so significant? Not just because he was born humble, not just because he came to save the world, but precisely because he was from the beginning. Jesus was from the beginning. The hope of Christmas is bigger than a baby because Jesus has been worthy of our praise from the beginning. From the beginning, God created the highest heavens, then he humbled himself to the earth. Think about that. God created the highest heavens, and then he humbled himself to earth. Anybody else know, uh, any other nerd in the house here, know what happened yesterday besides a bunch of uh, celebration and good food and good family? Anybody else know what happened yesterday? Winter solstice, good guess. It's a rocket. It's a big rocket went off yesterday. Not fireworks, not the ones you got to stand. It was a big rocket that went off yesterday. The Ariane 5 rocket went off yesterday, and the Ariane 5 rocket took the new James Webb telescope into outer space. This is a big deal. Maybe not a big deal to you, it's a big deal to me. It's a big deal to the NASA scientists that I called. We talked nerdy for about an hour about what this means. And so it may not mean a whole lot to you, but I hope it means this to you, that God is bigger. God is greater. God created from the beginning something that we would go explore uh, with an instrument that we shot off a rocket that literally could have taken a small house into outer space. That rocket could take a small house into outer space and it took a big satellite able to look 13.7 billion light years into outer space. If you were traveling 186,000 miles per second, it would take you eight minutes to get to the sun. That thing took an instrument into outer space that can look 13.7 billion years into outer space. And God is bigger than that. It doesn't look to the edge. It looks as far as we can send $10 billion up in the air and look at. God is bigger than. God is the light of the world who came as Jesus. God is bigger than. Our son, our son is 3,700 sextillion watts of power. I can't even tell you how many light bulbs that is because it would be impossible to describe. I can tell you it's bigger than 10 times the national debt. 
there's my political joke for the day. The light of the world is bigger than, folks. And I hope you have a bigger view because angels came to this earth to declare glory to God in the highest heavens. This is a view of a nebula. A beautiful picture of what we're going to be able to see. You look closely enough, you see this is in 3D. This is a picture of a star dying. The end of its life. Not the beginning of its life when it's ten times more powerful. This is a picture of a star dying. Jesus created that. He is bigger than that. He is outside of that. And yet the God who created everything became incredibly personal when he came to the earth. Because God is bigger than we can think or imagine. This is how Hebrews 1.3 describes it. It says, he, being Jesus, is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. Want to get a big view of God? Get a big view of Jesus. Because Jesus is the radiance of God's glory. Jesus is a perfect picture of God's glory. The peace that we can approach, that we can see through his word. But God is greater. He is the exact imprint of the nature and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. Psalm 19 says the heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above declares his handiwork. Want to draw a picture today? Draw a picture of God's handiwork in your life. Draw a picture of God's handiwork in the universe. Draw a picture of the hope that you have for the work that he is yet to do because he who started a good work is faithful to complete it in you. Get a bigger picture of God. This is what the end of Hebrews um, 1.3 says. It says, it says this. It says, after all of this, Jesus came to the earth making purifications for sins. He sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. So he came, he did the work that he was going to do, he perfectly represented God, and then he returned to the place that he came. I, I rewrote this uh, in, in, uh, in, in my Christmas way, I rewrote uh, Hebrews 1.3b this way, I said, after Jesus cleaned up the mess of sin made on earth, he went back to his home taking care of everything as the right hand of our glorious God. Jesus has always been worthy. Jesus has always been worthy of our highest praise. And we as humans got a glimpse of that praise thousands of years ago and we were called to give God glory in the highest praise. So don't let, don't let Christmas be cut down by me or my. Let Christ be glorified as you give God the glory. I want to give us a time of response this morning. Maybe your time of response is to, to draw a picture of how God is bigger than. But in this time of response, we're going to stand together and we're going to praise God.
And maybe some of you for the first time today recognize that I need the mess of my sin cleaned up by the Christ who came to save. In this time of response, maybe what you realize is I'm, I'm literally in a time when I have allowed me and my to cut down my view of Christ. But here's the deal. God is bigger than you could ever think or imagine. And the reality is, is Christ is closer than you ever thought. So as we stand together this morning, I want to invite you to a time of response. To know that God desires, God desires to cut past anything that has cut down your view of Christ. Would you stand with me? I'm going to lead us in a time of prayer and that I hope that you step in to God's presence. If you're here today and you have never said yes to Jesus and allowed him to clean up the mess of your sin, forgiveness is available. During this time of response, I'll be down here to my left. You can come and talk to me and share with me that you would like to have the true beauty of Christmas, the hope of Christ in your life, forgiveness by a Savior who is bigger than. Or maybe you need to do business right there in your seat, write out a prayer on that card to draw a new picture of God in your life. Whatever you need to do, would you respond now? Father, I know that there are those here today who have been cut down by me and my. God, who have allowed the lowly to become glorified. God, I know that those are, there are those who need forgiveness of our sins today. If you need God's forgiveness today, would you simply ask him for forgiveness right now? Confess to Jesus your sin and ask him to forgive you. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then God's big trip to the earth and his sacrifice on the cross will be unleashed in his grace on your life as you are forgiven of your sins. Respond now to the big God. The glory of God and the highest heavens. Amen.